Okay, so here we are. Hello. How you doing? Great. You good. I'm really great to have arrived here. To have arrived. Yes, I feel like this is, you know, you get to that sort of the end of the hard finish line. And now I'm just like walking in the cool off period. Yeah. After the sprint. Yeah, uh, like when you mean like when you get to this time of the year, you like you've had the Well, I think also for me, and I don't know if this is true or not, or I'm just like using this as the extra excuse, but I think when you have two young kids in primary school, there's so much Christmas stuff going on. And I, you know, you're, you're trying to remember Christmas jumper day and the food for the class party for this one and the costume for the nativity for that one. And they've got sports day with sports colors and... There's just literally every day something, and then I'm I've got all my yoga and yeah. online stuff going on, and then you know you're trying to Christmas shop. It's all sort of culminating, <laughs> isn't it, in that sort yeah, of space? Yeah, totally. So, and I, I feel I'm like just it, my recollection of it is not like in the time of the year because I didn't like being dragged because I don't like going to these things, but being right. dragged to yeah. Christmas concerts and singing and oh and ah. Uh, and I just was, it's just not my thing, yeah. but you have to kind of go, don't you? Um, well, I feel like it also is this weird kind of juxtaposition between the energy of the world. I don't ever world. remember being dragged, my parents having to do that. I remember having like a, a Christmas yeah. concert at school, but I don't remember doing hardly anything where we had to do Christmas jumpers or this kind of thing. Oh, no, but none of the stuff we had to do. We had yeah. one field trip a year. Yeah, like in, you knew in fourth grade, the school trip was this. The yeah. f- fifth grade, the school trip was this. Yeah. You looked forward to it all year. Yeah. This year, the, I mean, this, there's like They've stuff going, going, on going on all on, yeah. the time. They can't stay in school. Yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, an aside. Yeah. But so, I do feel like the, the energy of the year kind of closes down. And what you really want to do is just chill yeah. and stay home yeah, and yeah. stay by the fire. Yeah. And uh, instead, we're all rushing around like crazy. Well, so. See, and I know we've talked about this in the past on the podcast. I'm quite, my December is my January. So I, I like to close out last year mm-hmm, in, in November, November mm-hmm. start doing my reflecting, visioning, visioning um, and working on my plans to and to start in December. But I think that very much lines up with the energy of the year because actually like everything's about retreating and coming mm. in and just reflecting and going internal. Yeah. And I think that really matches up. It's when we're like pulled out into a thousand Christmas things. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. Because it's that whole, um, for me, it's the whole habit thing, isn't it? They're saying, you know, it's three weeks to form a new habit and all of that. So if I start in December, that way come yeah. January if I'm already into the process and I'm doing my thing and I have you come across right. James Clear's I think it's Clear's yeah, Atomic Habits yeah. Yeah. yeah I posted some stuff about um, a little clip from one of his, his videos on the sort of Atomic Habit bit yeah so yeah, that was good. good I listened to a podcast with him in it. Yeah. yeah. so here we are Vanna Cafe Sessions podcast I have no idea what number it is because we do them so infrequently now so I don't know what number we're on but we're here I've uh, You'll see it when you look at the title, <laughs> what number it is. Um, back here with Sarah and Clay, and we're down in our old gig this time. I think yeah. the last couple of ones we were upstairs in, in amongst the people. Now we're back down in our 
our bat cave. Bat cave, yeah. yeah. No, it's so better down here, I think. You'll be hearing some noises from the kitchen, but you'll have less of the noise of the people upstairs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think even we even had someone come up and was a part of the podcast, and they realized <laughs> they were a part of the podcast today on that one. So this is the one where we like to do, or this, this episode is the one where we like to reflect on the previous year and then set some intentions or our three words yeah. Um, for the new year. And are you doing your card thing again with your animals? I will, or that, I will do that on New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. So we've got so a no, plan no animals for, that. for this no one. No animal yet. Right. I, I couldn't even, to be honest, tell you what my animal has been for the past year, which right. is weird. There was something about a, not a gopher or something. That was last year's. Okay. That was 2018. 2018. Yeah, yeah. when I had that was the prairie dog and it was uh, all about yeah, retreat. Whereas I don't know what this year is. I'm totally I drawing remember. a blank. I was looking at some of our old videos. I was going through because I was moving uh, some of the files onto Google Drive, and mm-hmm. so I was looking, yeah, looking at some of the old some of the old videos that we used to make when we were on our way to come in here. So one of them was the animal right. thingy. Yeah. yeah. So that I, was good. Um, I definitely feel like I've become a convert of the clay intention words rather yeah. than um, resolutions. I feel it like gives the, you a good focus, isn't it? The intention words helped mm. me a lot this mm. year, and I stuck with. I, I really had them in my mind throughout the year. So yeah, yeah. No, so that's give us a reflection of your year. What's your has twenty nineteen been the year that you want it to to be? And how far I off? would say that it has brought a lot of unexpected great stuff. Okay. Um, especially if I think where I was at in January. Mm. But my intention words, when I looked back, were um, I had started the year with abundance, courage, and boundaries. Now, the biggest one this year for me has been boundaries by far. And as soon right. as I put that out there, the universe has the entire year been like, oh, here's here's an opportunity to practice boundaries in this situation and in this situation. Right. But, I, you know, it was funny because I was reflecting on it recently. And actually, when I looked back and was like, why was what was driving me to bring that in as one of the three words of the year? Mm. The main things that I was thinking about that at the time that were driving me nuts and I knew I needed boundaries around, I don't even think about it anymore. Okay, so it's kind good. of a good reflection yeah. um, that once you set a boundary, you, it takes a lot to bring it into being. And once it's there, you don't really have to put a lot in to maintain it. Yeah. It just becomes how it is. Yeah. Um, Especially once you get everybody else trained up on... Well, exactly. Family, yeah, know, totally. They know what to expect. That's right. So that was interesting. And um, I had courage because I knew that creating boundaries was going to be hard for me. And I was going to have to like just be uncomfortable, basically. Yeah. Um, and that came in for a lot of things. Because I feel like this year has been me really stepping out into a lot of like unknown faith stuff. So that was good. And then I actually changed my third word when I went out on the Camino. Okay. So in a, in April, so this year I turned 40 and in April I went um, with my best friend walking in the Camino de Santiago for 10 days and I realized on that trip because I put abundance down but actually I realized on that walk that my real issue was about embracing passion like okay. in terms of enthusiasm and like allowing myself to get really excited about something and to show that excitement because that's where I feel really vulnerable because you're actually sort of saying 
this is really important to me. Right. I'm going to be really enthusiastic and yeah, I'm going to yeah. let myself just like really show it. Um, so I actually at that point switched the words. And yeah, I think that was good. And I feel like those words have stuck with me and I've like made progress. And I feel like I don't progress. really need those words as much as I did in yeah. January last year. So, so you're now living the words. I'm living the words. You're living the words. They're, they're incorporated. Very good. For now. Yeah, I don't even remember what my words are. I'm trying to go back to my journal to see what the words were because I kind of throughout. I can't the remember if you had words or if you did something different. I have this feeling that you I did something different. I might have done just kind of did some intention type thing, but I don't remember now. I'm trying to go back to um, January 2018 in my journal. Digital to see journal. <laughs> yeah. To see what was what was on the scope. Do you know what I like about day one? Do you use a day one journal? No. Well, um, if you don't... That's the app. And f- yeah, the app for mm-hmm. folks. Awesome app. Yeah. Day one. One, and the reason I like it, for a number of reasons, one, it a, it's a, has a very clean UI on it. Um, but it also captures a lot of metadata. So, you know, I can, I'll can i know what I'm listening to, what music I've been listening to on that particular day, the weather, the location... Um, but one of the cool things that it brings up, just kind of like your Facebook thing does as well, but it'll say on this day, for the past seven years, and I went through when we're reading my entries of, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and it's fascinating to look at uh, the same day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that jumped out at me is that, and it, it must just, like you say, it must be just the time of the year. Mm-hmm. There was some time in November, and I looked at it, and then I looked at the last six years of that same day, and it almost seemed like I was having the exact same conversation <laughs> with myself. Really? Um, on, in that same... That if you read them, you would have yeah. thought they happened consecutively, but... Um, That's so funny. Yeah, it's great. I really love that about... Because I think we are so conditioned to think about time as linear yeah that when you think about it as like sort of spiraling so that you sort of come back to the same ish place and it's not quite the same but it has a lot of the same vibes about it well you know i always had this thing about um learning lessons that you needed to learn and mm-hmm. that you'll keep the cycle will keep going until you learn the lesson so kind of like what you're saying with your boundaries until you yep. deal with it then it's always going to be and play a part and be an issue because yeah. you haven't dealt with it. So I feel there's things that you know you are meant to get through, and sometimes you just ignore it or you pretend it's not there or you you know you just accept it. But you can't move on until you've dealt with. It. You can't even. Ev- it's like being the Pokemon. You can't evolve to the next level Pokemon until you um, until you conquer that thing. Um, so I f- you're speaking I feel, my son's language. Yeah, well, I feel it's I, th- I feel that that's um, that it's a little bit like that. Yeah. So yeah. when I was reading those entries, and I'm trying to, I don't remember exactly what they are, but you know, again, that would be for me a good uh, marker to say, all right, well, if if around the same time you're writing the same thing, you need to deal with that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and just get it. Well, done. I think that was my thing with boundaries. Is I got tired of being annoyed about the same pattern issues. Yeah. You know, and I knew you get to a point where you're like, 
this isn't about me and one other specific person. This is about me with a lot of people. And yeah. that means it's about me. Like I'm the common denominator here and this is an internal job. So yeah. then you have to kind of get serious with yourself. You have to get, yeah, you do. And it's, yeah, um, so in what, terms what of about a, your, yeah. your year? How's your year so, been? So for the year has been, it's been an, it's been a good year. It's been an interesting year. I've been doing a lot of travel this year, which is good because, um, well, I had a period, I guess last year, where I wasn't traveling a lot. So the, the previous year, I traveled so much. So then I had a little bit of a break from travel. Yep. And then I had just enough travel this year to keep me interested in life. <laughs> so, yep. And so that, that's been a, a good thing. It's in terms of um, things that I wanted to accomplish, and I think community was one of my kind of yes. words that I had. So, that's right. And I've, I feel that... Um, in relationship to building some of that community that that's, that's happened, um, both an online and kind of inline kind of space as well. And it's interesting because as I'm thinking about, as I was reflecting and thinking what I'm going into the new year with, and, I'm, and, it's, and, and, and they're probably similar, but connected and community, but I'm shifting to the connectivity, but the connectivity right. in essence is community, but in a different kind of way yeah. um, so I'm creating a space that creates this sort of connectedness yeah um, yeah much like the internet's very you know there's so many lives that we're connected with and yeah. um, and you you pull in little bits of pieces from different people and exchanging ideas and but all of that is like a part of your we've become one big giant network basically haven't we yeah. um, and it's the internet has made it even more so because you're connected with people you don't even know I mean, before your network was smaller and it was in person it was people that you would see at school or you would see at uni you'd see at work yeah. and so you you know you could touch them and now the network is so much broader than that I mean there's some people in my network that I've never met yeah. but yet they're an, a vital part of my network yeah. Um, and then there's other people who I used to be physically in contact with who are not there, but we're still connected. And then there's just random strangers that you're connected to, but they are helping to shape both thoughts, both um, you know the out, outlook of the world, which I think is, is, is an important conversation because you know you have this whole idea, and we've had an episode about the sort of echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in these bubbles that social media forces you into for the, the algorithms. And one of the things that I kind of pulled back from was to push away from the walled gardens, as I called it. Right. And go so is back that, more is that indie. The, is that the blog? That's the indie blogging stuff, yeah. So yeah. Um, retracted. So, I mean, I still post on social media and, and those sort of things are kind of there. And... Um, but the, the movement is pulling back to your own space that you create and posting from there and syndicating out as opposed to your whole of your life exists inside of a yeah. walled garden. And the thing is with these things is they're trying to keep you in, fighting hard to keep you in. Yeah. Um, and I think I posted yesterday. I mean, Facebook pretty much owns the internet um, and the social. They own the sort of top four uh, most downloaded apps worldwide on both Android and um, iOS, Facebook, 
followed by Messenger, followed by Inst- WhatsApp, followed by Instagram. So they own the top four spots. Snapchat is number five. Um, yeah. So people's worldview is conditioned by them, which is why there's been all the pushback and all the stuff that's going on with governments and the news. and yeah. um, Because of the control that a man has that has that's not actually regulated right but he has a lot more power than people realize yeah in terms of how yep. you shape people's thoughts how you how do you steal an election <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing and yeah. what you buy and uh, yeah just the, the yeah, attention yeah. that's there so anyway the whole sort of indie web thing was sort of the push back from that and to kind of return back to the space where um you know the sort of creativity and all those other stuff that went along with it and and a, and a rally against or against everything looking pretty much same ish yeah. even if you go to blogs now you said have the same looking feel and you know before there was cre- i mean the design was hideous but people were expressing themselves in their own creative way yeah. whereas now there's that again you just kind of channeled down a way where things look the same and it's become very automated in that sort of sense so that's been that was that's been really good and it's been really good connecting with that community of people as well so in relationship to the kind of conversations that spring out because I, I think that people that are in that community are in that community for this reason so they're they're more open and there's right. more conversations that are happening interesting and, um you don't yeah you know, people aren't trying to yeah, uh, yeah. The agenda is is back to the social bit. I guess if that as it were, and I get it, and I get it from a commercial standpoint. If you have a commercial space, that then you're creating. That's a different thing, isn't it? Where you cut, here's a piece of commerce, here's my brand, and here's where that kind of sits, and you're, you're propagating that. But in terms of the social interaction with people, yeah, um, these spaces have been been pretty neat. So yeah, okay. I'm happy with that yeah. connection. Yeah, so connections are definitely um, the word. That's one of my words. Okay. The connection, yeah, cool. definitely. What do you got? Are you um before I move to me? Are you gonna keep going? Because you did that like what thirty day blog challenge? Are you yeah, gonna keep yeah. Yeah. going with a particular goal for blogging, or are you just kind of yeah. getting into it? No. So um, the thirty day challenge was really good because it forced us all to blog every day, which right. means you had to. You know, come up with well, something. Well, yeah, and also, but it also loosened the strings as well. As yep. in, you're back to, you know, your your post can be what you want your post to be. It doesn't have to fit a form some thing. Um, and I know one of the guys, Dave, he he really got a lot out of it because he 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 came with a plan to blog about all these these things. He had a plan, but then he found that one life is kind of crazy and hectic, but also the act of sitting down and reflecting opened up channels um, and opened up other memories and things like that that hadn't dealt with or, or explored and so yeah um, yeah so no, that was that was good so yeah so continuing I love, that, habit, I love yeah. that that like it is true when you open a door mm. there's you know there's a lot that can come out of that that you didn't really you hadn't think planned about. Yeah, yeah you hadn't planned yeah so yeah so carrying cool. on definitely um, I'm not blogging on the same blog every day because I do maintain three different presences, well, actually two main ones. And um, so between the two, 
I'm in that sort of space, yeah. Okay, and where are yeah. they if people are curious now? Well, you got the claylo.com, which is just my personal blog, and Soul Cruise is probably retired archive now. Um, and then you got the Coach Clay, okay, which is a formative part of my plan for next year is creating uh, the space for social learning. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a it's a it's a connected learning site basically focused on courses and learnings and social cool. learning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I'm excited about connection about fits that. well in with that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it. Yeah. Cool. Oh. So um, one of my so when I was thinking about my words, I think the really the first. One, well, two that came up kind of together were abundance and receiving. Okay. Because I think that what has come up for me is that over the course of the year, I think I've sort of come into contact with, you know, just some new stuff I'm reading. Um, and I think the abundance thing, when I chose it last year... I think if I'm honest with myself, it came from a place of fear and grasping. Okay. You know, because yeah. I wanted, you know, my creative work to be more. And I wanted, you know, my financial situation to be more. You know, like there was yeah. a lot of aspects of my life that I kind of wanted to see grow in a way that was like a feeling of pushing. Right. Whereas I think what's been really, and, and I think that's why it didn't really stick. And I ended up realizing that what I really needed was like to just embrace the passion and excitement bit. And that that bit would come, you know, yeah. if I was turning my attention to what excites me, what I'm enthusiastic about and actually letting myself go there yeah. rather than always holding myself back, yeah. then all that other stuff would just fall into place. And I wouldn't, it, that that wasn't needed as a focus but I think what I've sort of come to this year and I think that has been really I think I've moved the sort of what's the piece I've moved I've moved whatever yeah Yeah, I've moved I've moved the chess piece or whatever on that on that word but um yeah I think abundance has come back up for me in kind of a different spirit because I'm starting to really move into a sense of wanting to step out and trust right and and move away from because mo- the more I work into my own stuff over the past year the more I'm like kind of coming up against scarcity mindset in yeah. all different aspects oh, yeah. of like stuff and it is how we're taught to think because like there is not enough resources get as much as you can whereas where I'm moving into and I think it would what aligns much more with my own spiritual practice is like the universe is a vast, diverse, abundant place. Mm. Like there's enough energy for everyone. There's enough stuff for every. You know, like the things that um, are blocking me are internal stuff. Yeah. And so that's sort of coupled with my other word, which is receiving, because I think that one of the things that I really need to work on, I'm a much better giver. Yeah. I because I feel more safe in that space and again being totally like honest I think I feel safer when other people are indebted to me in some way rather than I'm feeling indebted to them right and there's you know with these things it's like friendship favors you know and I think it sort of couples with that like superwoman 
archetype that's out there now that's like, you know, do you can all. do it all. You can do bacon it all. Do it all and do it all yourself. <laughs> and <laughs> don't, you know, rely on others and stuff. Yeah. And I think that there's certain areas in my life when this isn't as big of an issue, but I think overall I kind of sense intuitively that I'm blocking and have been blocking a lot of stuff that could be available to me because I don't, I'm not very good at receiving. I'm not okay. very good at receiving help. I'm not very good at asking for help sometimes right. when I need it. I'm much better at like soldiering on and pushing through and figuring out how I'm going to just make it work myself yeah, yeah, yeah. when it doesn't really need to be like that. So those are my first two words no, going together. That. that was great. I found my words, by the way, as well. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. So connection, definitely the middle one. And, and I can't get away from this word, but it's my favorite word anyway. So wisdom is back on the Ooh, okay. on the on the gig. But yeah. It, and it all fits into the space. That, so, and you're talking about abundance. And I'm always, I've always been a, I think my, well, one, I'm reading a book called, what's name? Carol Dweck or something like that. Okay. Um, the Growth Mindset. Um, mm, okay. Which is a good book and talk about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. But as a person, I've always had a abundant mindset as in always, which is why I, I freely give away stuff and people are like, because, mm-hmm. you know, I had that run in with the whole sort of radio thing. And it's like, right. I would have just helped the guy set it yeah, up because totally, totally, it's totally. a huge internet. What do I care if you yeah, start yeah. another one? I don't feel the need to have to board yeah. stuff, you know, all my... Yeah training things that I've made and stuff I'm happy to give it away because it it doesn't it, yeah there isn't it's, there's enough there's so many different people in the world so there's enough stuff totally. isn't it um, and so yeah so I've always but but one of the things that that's driving me towards creating this social learning space that I'm creating um, and going in fact I'm kind of adopting a kind of Netflix model because a lot of people make courses right and they make and they charge X amount or you do coaching and it's this uh, you know bigger amount which kind of excludes people in a sense who don't have that kind of money to do um, and it also from your mindset mindset is right, I created a course I gotta go sell this course and you know and, and one of the th- big things for me is creativity and being able to just make stuff and just put it out there and I don't necessarily yeah. want to sell each individual thing that I make in that sense um, but the act of creation is just and I want to create it just because I want to create it and then it might not even connect to anything but I created it um, and so the space that I'm creating is it's, it, in a sense it becomes a subscription model but then you just have access I'll just put everything inside of that and if you're really interested in any of the courses and things that I make then um, you subscribe and it's one of these ones where you can subscribe and you can unsubscribe at any time so not a big lock in um, but yeah and and a, and a very low price as well low pro- price point because I want to make it as open to as many people as possible even if they just come for a month or two months doesn't matter um, but free me up to create an abundance if that yeah, makes sense yes. just create an ad and go um, and then you know the connection community that comes in that sort of space again so yeah so um, yeah wisdom but yeah. wisdom for me is uh, something that comes from being from sharing things for sharing things it comes from the social learning aspect it comes from the stuff like we do with this podcast and, and the sort of philosophy and practical philosophy all that Learning stuff. I guess learning is it. Is the. Yeah. I mean, I know 
kind of been in the learning and development game for 25 years or so. I mean, it's just part of my DNA, I guess. I mean, it's like, well, how do I make that more available yeah. to folks? I, mean, yeah. I do a lot of corporate stuff now. And we do, do, we do think about learning in terms of like a personal act rather than something that we're doing in collaboration with someone else and that yeah. like you learn better in conversation, in mm. collaboration. Which has always and, been the case. I yeah. mean, if you, if you Google social learning, the history for it goes way back, way before the internet. In fact, it's so dry. When you Google social learning, you get all the dry stuff, but it's moved <laughs> to a right. different world now. But yeah, um, well, it's just how humans learn even. Well, it's true. When you from, think yeah. about kids, like... Yeah, exactly. You think about trying kids. to explain something to them. Like I remember when my oldest son was trying to learn how to do a scooter and you're trying mm. to explain to him, you put one foot there and mm. you push with the other foot and stuff. You can't explain it to him, but he all he had to do was see another kid do it. And he's yeah, like, yeah, that was it. And here's it. the other thing is like I was I was thinking about how do I how do how do people learn adults and there's loads of books and stuff on that. And then I was just, you know, again just turn to microscope back to myself and it's like well how do I learn things um, like you know hand and openness full disclosure I hardly ever finish any online courses that I do and I start loads and I ask myself well why is that and the and it's because everything is there in one space and the way I learn is hunting like I like to go mm. and I take a little bit of what you've got then I'm over here so I, I'm it's the active thing of going out and finding different pieces of information and assimilating it whenever I do an online course it's kind of it's kind of all there and you're kind of going through and it's like okay like I just finished doing one or I didn't finish it I got two-thirds away done it was on digital learning no less and um, but I I the thing that I wanted I got out of the like halfway through the first module I was in, enough and I was ready to go on to something else but then you feel obligated to want to stick through it but my mind's but my I don't yeah so I, I like that's an interesting thinking things, about yeah. like how you could create a course that would um, satisfy that because you could do a course nowadays that was a bit like choose your own adventure couldn't but that's, you? that's the thing so I'm using Google Docs to make these hyper docs so right. exactly um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, you know the, you can the just rabbit hole things on that one um, but part of this academy piece that I'm building here is, again, it's, you know, there's a menu of stuff to choose from, but right. you are choosing your own path to right. that of what you want to learn. So isn't a, here's a thing and you've got to go on this however long um, journey. Totally. Um, but you can come in and, 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 so yeah, so a lot more focus on the sort of micro learning content. Even in the workplace, I'm doing been focusing on the in the flow of work because again even in that aspect how do people learn things i don't if they go and they sit in the course by the time they walk out and by the end of the day they would have forgotten most of the stuff that you said three days later mostly it's all gone unless they apply it so they've wasted a lot of time before applying it but how they really learn is hey i don't know how to do this thing turn to my buddy and ask they show they do and then they keep going with their work they don't come out of what they're doing um, and I find that's the same for probably all of us now. If you have a question, Google. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? You just ask yeah. Google and you learn, you find a piece of information that you need. Sometimes you go a little bit deeper, further, you know, depending on you. But you just go there, Google it, get your answer, and you move on. Um, and so it's replicating or getting, I won't say replicating, it's getting into that 
flow of how we how we yeah how we that's learn. really interesting yeah. I like that because I do think that that does reflect my own if I think about my own sort of engagement with wisdom and like my own spiritual journey I definitely feel like there's been different pieces where you learn a bit and then something else comes in whether that's a different book a different teacher a different class whatever and you sort of follow that for a little while and Hmm. then you add another piece something else comes in and sometimes for me what's so helpful about that allowing that process to happen is that you're taught some of the same information from very different viewpoints and and then you really something about it like the third time from the third perspective you go oh and you put all the pieces come together and then you get a three dimensional view of what it is and you get to synthesize that with your that's right piece um, yeah 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 i was always that way with um religion as well yeah <laughs> but growing up and i remember what well, was that growing up when i was at university and that you know, like i would go to synagogue wherever i go i would go to, it doesn't matter which i would go to any of the ones it was like guys you know it was just it, but it was just you know I, I like this bit of that bit and i like this and that and it was just like piecing together i know that's you know people who are really diehard fans of their particular religion were probably not like that but i was very much kind of there were different pieces of different religions that I liked to practice that, that they had and quite mm-hmm. happy to kind of build my own thing out of out of um, out of that yeah uh, so yeah so that was um, that was a uh, that was a question that I mulled over you know how do I actually learn things and you know I turn to the internet I do books but again the same with the books you kind of go through and I get the nuggets and and then I find another piece and you put them all together and I might come back and circle back to that book again and yeah so it's always this you know going out reaching and finding um, but I still I mean there's still I, mean, I think you know absolutely a time and a place for you know the lengthy course so part of that other question and this is a design question I'm working on is then how do you make that piece more engaging for folks that they can get to the end um, but part of it is this hyper-linked, yeah. hyper-doc, and the social learning and making that aspect so that we have a space to have conversations as, as well. Because you pick up a lot of things from um, other people. I think, I think the other thing, though, is to kind of give people the motivation to understand what they're getting out of finishing or what they're getting out of getting to the next piece because mm. I think all of the why is communicated at the beginning before mm. you buy the course. So it's like, you're going to want this. And, and so, so this is you? what you get. Yeah. But then once you're in it, there's not like a changing and leveling up mm-hmm. of objectives. Like, oh, okay, well, I couldn't really explain that you're also going to get this. Yeah. But now that you're here this way through the course, actually this next section, you're going to get something really important. And here's why you want yeah. to go through that. You know? Oh, my oh my. Uh, coaching colleagues will be saying, "Well, that's why coaching is the best thing yeah. since sliced bread because it's yep. is individualized." And yep. and I get that when I do trainings, you know, you get people that come in and you got thirty people in a room, but they all have different experiences. And some people know, but you're going for the average in there. So some people they'll be sat and you know, okay, I know this stuff, and, I, and they're not engaged because well, I got that bit. Whereas with the coaching aspect, you are specifically honing in on the gaps that you're missing yep. and so you focus on filling the gaps that you don't have there yeah and then you know or you might 
good ass And there's support. certain yeah. seasons in life. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole point about like how, like why these intention words work so well for me. There's mm. certain times in your life where you just need to put your focus on certain aspects. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean that the other things aren't relevant to yeah, you or no, that you've like yeah. sort of achieved everything else, but just you feel like this is the next thing. Well, to I need this piece. Yeah. I'm on this particular leg of my yeah. infinite journey and I need this piece to get to, to the get next. It. It's almost, again, yeah. it's almost like the video games, isn't it? Okay, I won't go. And that's how, that's how gamification works, isn't it? Which is why that's why games are so powerful these days is they work just on that. If you do any of the um, open world games um, they're always set these little challenges you need to go to the mountains to get this thing yeah. or that but you can do all these little mini challenges there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a larger narrative but then there's all the little mini things that you go off and that's what I see some of this is like alright well I need to go on this thing learn these pieces on this track which maybe will bring you me back need to, to incorporate story well story is a huge part of it I think that's, that's this could um, be like you could be like gamifying like well, learning that, that would be super fun but that is the thing isn't it so for to and some of the work that I'm doing it is exactly that if you yeah. create the story and then people are going through the narrative of the story and then they can and again with the internet and with um, software and programming and stuff it's like you can you can make choices and go places there's a, a piece of software called Twine Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good for that and it's a free software that one um, but you create interactive stories basically um, with it but then yeah so and this is interesting that you say that because um, um, someone was asking me the other day about bots because I've done some stuff with bots and they would think oh do you have to know how to do all the programming but but nowadays that they've moved to the place where the programming is, is really much grab that widget put this widget but the skill is who can tell a good story, who can write, who can replicate the right kind of language so people don't think they're talking to a bot but to another human. So that's the real, that's if, if you know, any kids out there wanting to think what they, their career path, learn how to write communications, if you can do that, that's, and that's you know, they're yeah. saying that the MFA is replacing the MBA um, in some regards because it's the creativity, it's uh, right being able to tell stories and that sort of thing that's that humanizes a lot of the technology stuff right. that we have yeah 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 um you know the when you program in the bots you have to replicate natural language but you have to someone has to write that the machine doesn't write that all it's going to do is you know yeah. spit out what you put in it so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. if you get that right then it has that seamlessness to it and the same with the you know scenario based learning where it's like okay instead of reading through some things here's a scenario and you make decisions and some of those decisions have consequences and this is the um, other thing about the way you're talking about learning if we think about your wisdom word is we learn through stories like mm. we've, we've said that a bunch of times yeah absolutely and uh stories are not you don't learn in a linear way with yeah. stories yeah. not really yeah yeah exactly you know yeah. and and stories i think the really good stories have lots of different things that you can learn and not everybody's going to get every piece. Yeah, and not everybody needs every piece. That's right. You need the piece that you need, don't you? Right, yeah. 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 So what's one of your other words? So my last word is source. Source? Going back to the source, like the matrix oh, source? Well, no, <laughs> not the matrix source, the, the real source. Uh. So I was thinking, okay, what's my third word? 
And this word just came to me. And I think it's, for me, it's about a couple of things. It's like go moving into something in connection with like your deeper self, your authentic self, maybe source energy. Right. But, but kind of in your engagement or in my engagement with the world in the next year, like my actions, my whatever I'm doing, putting out. I want to be focused and clear on where that energy is coming from. Like what kind of energy am I bringing to it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So not focusing on um, what the thing looks like, like what the action looks like or what the thing I'm creating looks like, but like what is the intention behind it? Mm. Am I connected to that? And is that the right intention? Or am I connected to like what kind of energy is behind it? Because again, I think what has come out for me a lot over the past year is how much I push into something and how yeah. hard it is for me to um, get a little bit more of that Taoist kind yeah. of That's get into my, the flow. One of my favorite coaching questions I ask people is that where are you sourcing from? Yeah, right. Because it's one of these things you can see in people's behavior as a third party looking in and the words they're saying are logical and everything fits, but where are they sourcing from? Ooh, so um, tell, tell me a bit more about that. That's really interesting because mm-hmm. what answers have you gotten? Well, you, you, you have to poke and prod a little bit and then the answers will be different for everyone. And, and a lot of times it'll just come from, again, sometimes it might... In fact, I'll give you um, a, a really, really easy example that's easy to, to, to backtrack through. So um, working with a, a lady that's in sales, basically, mm-hmm. on that. Um, and she was really good at doing what she was doing, except for in certain cases. So no one could figure out, well, why? Because um, she, she obviously had the skill to do it because she does it in most cases. So she was good at doing what she was doing apart from... Is this the woman who was like, she couldn't yeah, that, ask older people it, for... Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And so, so what what would the answer be to that? It's like, where is she sourcing from? What's the... She's well, she sourcing was, she from was a story. Sourcing from a, a childhood memory of, of something that she was told and taught to right. believe, and it formed a part of her belief system. Yeah. Um, again, if you look at, I'm just thinking of some more recent examples um, in terms of, you know, if you ask the question of why do people do what they do, and then it's tracing the source of that. So, we're, you know, what's, what's see, the thing that's is, driving yeah, see, you this to make is my those thing. decision and rationale behind that? Yeah, I think that for me, you know, every day I am, you know, doing stuff, outreach online, putting, like, my thoughts out into the world. And every time I do that, I think... There is a couple of different things, although the words and the theme and all of that look the same, pretty much, I mean, you know. Sometimes I'm doing it because I'm coming from a really inspired place. Sometimes, or or I've, you know, I'm sort of the conduit because something else is really like, I've seen something and I want to just pass it. Yeah. But sometimes I'm doing it because I feel like this is what I should be doing for the business or you feel like this is what you should be saying in this situation to this person or um, and I realize that that's when you're sourcing from fear 
Yeah. You know, for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like, and that's, you know, connected in with, um, you know, the scarcity idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think that there's been, I've been doing um, a little bit of a different morning practice more recently. Um, and one of those things has been to, instead of just, you know, I mean, I feel like I've been so traditionally trained in mm. meditation that adding on some of these stuff is like, you know, I've just started to open different doors a little bit and everything is sort of relaxed a little bit and right. they're <laughs> yeah. banging those plates. It's just like old times. I know, I like it. It's good. Um, so, what, so, so the thing that sort of is different is I'm doing two things. I'm doing kind of trying to get my ego and myself out of the equation right. and just think about how can I be of service? Like w there are people, cause I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about there are people in my life that have been really influential to me, like teachers, mentors. Mm. There's also like shops and other places that I love, you yeah, know, that yeah. are, you know, yes. Would my life go on without all of these people? Yes. But because of those distinct flavors of, you know, the specific bread store that I love or yeah. the teacher that really filled in that piece. I just think sometimes you really do have to hear it through a particular person yeah. or your particular flavor or your particular voice or your particular way of creating this thing is actually the thing that the other person really needed. But this is why I, 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 I like your abundance word, which is why the mindset for me is because we all connect with people in different ways. And That's although right. we're talking about, you know, we might be talking coaching, but, and you might say exactly the same thing I said, because, right. you know, the body of knowledge comes from a place. But we all, yeah, totally. But I can connect with you in the yeah. way that you have said That's or right. put it across, right. or for whatever reason that I form my connection with yeah. you, the message lands better with me than somebody who said pretty much the same similar thing to you, but I have. I have no connection. That's with that right. Person. And I think that like doing more of a practice of that, like where am I sourcing from? Am mm. I sourcing from like a need of me or am I sourcing from something deeper? That's like me is kind of slightly out of the equation here. Yeah. And it's just really about like how I can be of service to other people and live this particular truth in the way that I can bring all of my personal experience to the yeah. thing because I think that's what helps but um, so there's that and um, I feel like there was another thing I was going to say but I can't remember but you just got distracted <laughs> by the, the loud blower <laughs> so yeah so abundance and um, what am I doing receiving and source All are right, my three cool. words those are three so yep. my last word is personal growth so okay yeah what yeah. does that mean what does personal growth mean? And I was, and I did go back and forth between personal development and personal growth mm -hmm. in relationship to which one of those words. And I settled in on the personal growth aspect from the standpoint of how do I, how do individuals evolve to their sort of next level mm -hmm. of whatever it is that it is that they want to do. So, you know, as um, and it, and it was it's you know the, how you hear it translated in some of the 
more cliched terms, I suppose, is you know being the best version of yourself. And how do you mm-hmm. keep iterating on that version of yourself? So, personal growth for me is like um, I've learned this thing and I reached this plateau. Mm-hmm. Now I need to, or I can stagnate and stay here. Mm-hmm. And you know, then you, well, you stay at that plateau, but then they go to the next level. What do I need to do to yeah. grow? Yeah. In order to get to that next level. Yeah, um, you're. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, it's exactly that. It's just like, how do you evolve to the yeah, next your level? Yeah, gro- your growth word's interesting. I've, um, <laughs> in my opening of the door, I have started to come into contact with and, and listen and receive stuff from sources that I would have completely poo-pooed like yeah. in the past, which is really interesting. So one of those is Abram Hicks and the whole okay, like yeah, manifesting yeah. thing, um, which um, I spent many years rolling my eyes at and kind of just not even really engaging with, to be honest, and just it wasn't feeling the vibe. But there was one thing that I heard um, them say that was about growth. Right. And it was basically that, you know, there's this idea that we sort of are a part of source energy, right? And this is like the the um, worldview in which they're working. So you're source energy and you've come into this body mm. and you're now energy in form, yeah? And they were saying, you didn't manifest into form. You right. didn't come into form because you wanted to grow. You came into form because you knew growth was inevitable and you wanted to experience like the leading edge of what that journey yeah. was going to be. And I thought, I, I hope I've kind of said that right. Hmm. But I liked that idea that like we are always growing. Yeah, absolutely. And we are always changing. But the direction of that growth and change is yeah. a, up to us a little bit. That was it. And, and whether or not, I think the other thing that I liked about that is the, uh, the, the piece about being conscious of your growth, I think that's sort of the underlying statement is like actually paying attention to yeah. what's happening to you. Because I think we can grow and change and be very unconscious of it so that we get to a point and we're like, where did that other person that used to dream go? Yeah. You know, or where, what, how did I get to this place? Who am I? Yeah. And you've sort of, you have Talking changed, heads. but you've lo- you haven't been paying attention to that process of growth and change and therefore you're well, like it's been, suddenly like you open your eyes and you're like where am i sort of you've been at other things shape you and change you in that way you have so if you have if you're not conscious about it then it's happening things, anyway but your echo yeah. chamber your bubbles all these mm-hmm. other things are changing you and then like the talking head songs which i was just playing so it's funny you just said it because one of that song i played the um you know how did i get here what did i that that song mm-hmm. um, you wake up one day and think how did I get here yeah so that um, but also from a standpoint I did a podcast on this recently about uh, we talked about this on this podcast as well the warrior that whole mm-hmm. ethos thing about extending your known and unknown so pushing that boundary right. between the known and the unknown um, and and actively seeking out this growth so personal growth mindset is about that as well it's like yeah one year you instead of like a lot of people or avoid failure people with a growth mindset actually seek it out uh, the challenge of and they seek out failure in the sense that it i'm helps getting rid to, of that word from my vocabulary grow, uh, the failure bit mm-hmm. yeah man i do that in coaching i tell people oh you don't it's not failure it's only feedback 
That's right. And you can choose to do something with it or ignore it, but it's just feedback is all it is. It's not failure, feedback. Um, but yes, it's that. It's the, it's pushing the boundaries, consciously pushing the boundaries between your known and your unknown um, and seeking that out. Because it is quite easy to stay in your bubble of... And, and it's, an, you know what, and here's the thing. Um, as I was saying on the podcast, it's actually part of your DNA to want to stay inside your comfort zone. Because, so our brain is great, and sometimes, um, but it can be a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And so part of the reason why we're able to imagine a future that hasn't happened is so that we can imagine the worst that would happen so we can do something about it in the present. And we have this need which is understandable because you don't want to die out um, to control. So I need, if I do X, I know I'll get Y. And as long as I can keep that bubble right, then I can deal with most things. We start getting anxious. We start getting, you know, um, been out of shape if it's the right word or phrase or not. But when I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, the unknown starts to... F- because I don't know is it going to make me extinct am I going to die am I going to and so the unknown is something that we have a harder time to cope with so we we try and order the world we try and put it into what we know a frame that we know get it to a place where I know if I do this this will happen and, and, and I can reasonably work that out so when you're on that edge and actually, I don't know what's going to happen if I, I go on Yeah, out. I think that's been like the, one of the biggest transformations in the way that I'm approaching things and thinking about things this year is stepping, trying to step back. And I think I've done some work towards that end. It's like stepping back from trying to micromanage and control outcomes yeah. and stepping into, am I coming from the right place? Because it's weird because when I'm trying to control outcomes... I'm putting in a lot of action and I'm thinking things through and I'm kind of very goal oriented. So I think that it's all supposed to work out, but actually I realize that that process also, it's like there's that, I was reading a thing about kind of flow and um, receiving and abundance and all that kind of stuff. And it was like the Taoist image of like the flowing river. And if you get a um, log in the middle of it, it, blocks it up right you know and I feel like um that that way of working it's like it's like a recognition that the way of working and where you're sourcing from is more important than your strategies and tactics if you see what I mean yeah it's a journey thing it's a process because like Mm. the strategies and tactics are all surface level stuff and you're not actually necessarily doing the things that will actually make the difference because there's like under level under you know sort of underwater stuff blocking you whether that's like fear so you're staying in your comfort zone you you're staying really busy but only doing the certain things or just all all kinds of stuff has sort of come up for me this year so yeah yeah and i think it's you're right i think it's um you know, you have outcomes, so at least you know which direction that you kind of want to head. Totally. But then once you've set that, then you can let that go and then just relax into the process. And itself. relax into how it actually happens. Yeah, I yeah. Think. Yeah, and, totally. And, and, being, and being conscious and aware, because everything is feedback that's coming into you and, and being able to adjust and being okay with adjusting as well. I think sometimes... Yeah. 
um, when people say, oh, I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to keep That's going right. for this yes. goal and I'm not going to deep because if I go left or right, that means I fail to attain that right. goal. But it's having that flexibility to, you know, it's not going to be a straight line. Maybe I want to go right for a little while or zigzag this way yeah. and, and maybe mm-hmm. meander my way towards that thing. And it's okay to go over Well, and actually, there. like, maybe... Or change the change goal. It. Because the change goal kind of sits underneath, doesn't it? Like, the goal of what you really want sits underneath the actual words or perfect description of what it actually is going to look like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Usually you're kind of, you know, if you want a new job, usually you're looking for, you know, if you want this particular job and so you're working to get that particular job, usually what you want is like something that's going, a job that's going to fulfill X, Y, and you yeah. know what I mean? No, that's I hard to well, no, no, it's not because in NLP, the whole point is to make well-formed outcomes. So mm-hmm. they're big on that as in Lots of times people say, well, I want a, a new job, but you're not very specific. What do you want to see? What do you want to hear? What, do you what want is to that smell? job what like? Is what, what is, what is it, it yeah. actually that you're after? So you, right. you have to go through that whole sort of well-formed process. Cause you, and, and Tony Robbins was big on this, because if you go through that and you can get it somewhere else, it, maybe it's not that job. Yeah. But now, once you've uncovered clearly what you wanted, That's then right. you're able to really go for it. Otherwise, you're going, well, I want to I wanna get promoted. But you haven't thought through all that. I just want to get promoted. Um, but you haven't thought about what does that mean? Is that going to mean it's going to change my home life? It closes you off from like other options that might does. equally fulfill. You, you might get the promotion, but then that might mean less family time, which might be important yeah. to you. And all sorts of other things that might come out of that. So this whole idea about doing well-formed outcomes is to... Um, be very specific about what it is that you want because without the specificity then you'll get something but it might not be the thing that you want which then puts you back into that state of well I thought I wanted this thing but maybe that's not quite it Um, and it's also and that's easier said than done in terms of you know being clear about you know actually you know I want to make a lot of money but why actually it's not the money that I want it's the happiness that I'm after okay are there other ways that you can achieve whatever that happiness yep. means so it's 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 really exploring it all the way out yeah yeah um, and then but then once you've got that then again it's let go and relax into the process and do the process um one of the things that and I'm doing a talk on sales next year. I got my first speaking gig for next year. Okay. Um, so this is, if anyone's listening and you're coming to that, and this is a little bit of a prelude to that. But, um, and I just lost my train of thought completely. Sales. Just then. Yeah, you it was a sales, but it was about, uh, yeah, it's about, um, uh, I lost it. Sorry. Because I was going to talk about it. It's, in, it's around intentions and around, but yeah, it's just the completely outcomes. gone. Um, completely Clear outcomes. Com- yeah, no, completely All gone. Right. <laughs> um, completely you know what, gone. You know what I like about your back. three words? Yeah. So you have connection or connectivity. Yeah. You have wisdom, mm. and you have personal growth, which you have described as like, you know, the hero's journey of going out into the unknown. Yes. You absolutely. know, to to push, and you know, I love that because you've always talked about yourself as sort of what is it, the trailblazer? No, the What's Pathfinder. The Pathfinder, yeah. yeah. And that, that completely describes your sort of archetype yeah. that you associate I with, isn't it? It's that, like sort yeah, of yeah. going out into the unknown, finding wisdom, 
bringing it back to connect with and then people. Moving off. So, <laughs> so I think I feel like it's stuff. very, yeah. very authentic words yeah. for you this year. And again, maybe you know, if we talk about uh, cycles mm. and back to the cycle and back to the evolution of like, now, this is the next iteration. Of, That's right. Of me as the the pathfinder and fully yeah. embracing it because yeah. you know I absolutely do have that as an internal guide but sometimes I think well maybe I should be doing this other thing which yeah, everybody else is doing that's I think what we're talking about mm. as, as what sits underneath it is like these mm. things sit underneath it and what it actually looks like whether you're doing blogging or you're doing you know the mm. sort of social learning thing or what you did in the past to fulfill that like they all the surface level stuff can come into different like manifestations but what sits mm. underneath it is different do you see what I mean and drive into that core and it's because so, part of and I know this from my own sort of personal journey um you know have it I have a sense and know what that is but easy to get distracted from that and that like just as you just described and the whole pathfinder thing for me is always you know that's like go out find some stuff come back Share pass it, it off to yeah. the tribe and then I'm off again I don't want to stick around for long um, but then it's you know I've allowed myself to get distracted by other things saying well no you need this course and you got to do you, you have to go on this route because that's where the people are that's the trend that's where mm -hmm. this needs to be and it needs to look like you know this mm -hmm. and so then you know messing around over there but all the while, you know, universe, whatever you want to call it, is like... Course correcting. Course correcting. It's like, get, get back on path, man. Yeah. <laughs> get back on. And then, you know, then, then I'm here, and then things settle down because I'm in the right space that I need yeah. to be in. Yeah. And um, so part of my um, discipline will have to be to stay on path now. Well, <laughs> what, yeah, what, that's what, the process you know, is not, my Yeah, and, and just let go of the distractions or, yeah. or, and to, or not to, you know, be distracted by other things. Values, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just say, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about my new set of values, did I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just do that sort of real quick if I can find them. Because um, they've shifted with this change of... Um, Hey, that's interesting. Yeah. How, so, okay, so before you share your values, because yeah. this is not something that I've done, but I might want to, and a lot of people listening might want to if yeah. they've made it this far into our conversation. Yeah. So how did you, before you share your values, how did you come up with them? Because I also want to talk about how we came up with our words and yeah. like what our process is. Um, so if you think about what values are, values are what's important to you. Mm -hmm. It's about how you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, so are there like because I know there's a bunch of things that you can do as like a like quiz kind of things isn't there like yeah, activities yeah. or you can do activities something. or you can kind of you know there's a I have a few that I've done with people you just you know you have a whole list of ones and you in fact glad you say that because and be on the lookout for this one of the pieces of work that I have uh, courses many learnings that I'm working on right now is um helps you with part of that so it's a three-part oh, okay. thing yeah cool. um so yeah so if you look at um yeah let me I'll go to here so um and I, in fact let me just i was going to find you something else to tell you how i came to it but that might 
take me a while to get to, so I'll just tell you with the three R's. So yeah. from a vision point of view, is creating a, a learning center of excellence for people with a passion for personal growth. Mm-hmm. So from a vision, it's about how you, you talk about being service. How am I giving back to the community? How am I being of service to others? So that's about how I give it to others. And then my mission, which is about you, internally focused. So my mission is to... Um, be the go-to online space for social learning. So that's the mission. The vision is external, mission is right. internal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how I want to be. So vision is the mountaintop. Mission is the path you're going to use to get there. And then vision or values is how you want to be along the way. Right. What are you using to guide yourself? Yeah. Yeah, like your compass maybe. That's it, yeah. yeah. So for me, I've got open flow of knowledge, human-centered uh-huh. connection, uh-huh. Uh, generous with time and expertise, apply wisdom and live and create it creatively. Mm. Is um, nice. Is my things. Yeah. To nice. orient on. Yeah. Um, cool. Which is good. Yeah. And it, even some of it even it came to fruition to today, this morning. Wow. On the there most you go. Dang thing. Um, in my house, we have this habit, or people have the habit. I guess I just think I'm the one that has to do the trash. And so I'll keep shoving stuff into the bin until it's bursting and overflowing. And then it's hard to get the plastic thing out because it's been stuffed in this thing. Um, So, you know, so I sorted that. But then I was thinking, all right, I was going to just write a little sign and said, uh, um, please don't overfill me. But then, because I don't know, whatever reason, I went and found Oscar the Grouch, printed it out on photographic paper, cut it out, made a nice little thing to blue tack to the top of the lid right. of the bin just you know it was just like and that and why I'm saying that is that an easy thing would have just been to come and say oh you guys need to do this right and I was thinking well it took me some time to find the picture I had to print it out and cut it but it was for me an act of creativity right. and it was a more creative way to bring that message about as, as opposed to saying shit I gotta go see Sarah and if I take this 20 minutes or what now so I didn't feel the pressure of time to say let's take the most expedient method through this which is a practical one I decided to go in a creative way so I got some scissors out and I'm cutting and and it took I would have been in fact it would have taken me no time if I just went with the words and just went downstairs and said well I like that because (laughs) one of the the other um, aspect of my morning routine now is about aligning with the day ahead Mm. and it's about sort of having a instead of a um, goal like what you got to get accomplished it's a goal of how you want to feel or what you want to what what value you want to a value could be a thing too or creative could be the thing so if that's your goal if being creative is your goal then yeah, you have a lot of things to do, but how you go about it yeah. is exactly is is all the difference in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that is the gig. One last thing. I know this has mm. been a bit epic. It's all right. It's good. We don't. Yeah. We're only doing a month a month. I know so exactly. <laughs> we have lots to talk about. So know? and it gives people they can listen to it in smaller chunks throughout the the month. Well, I think also it's nice. I think to see as examples how other people are doing stuff. I think it Hmm. it always helps me when I hear other people doing stuff and talking through how they went about it and how they're thinking about it. So if people listening have gone this far, 
then I imagine they're going to want to create their own intentions maybe for the year. Yeah. So what is your process? I mean, I know it's not a kind of systematic process yeah, yeah. of, but how it do you feel process. about you coming to these words? Like how does that I'll happen? I'll tell you, you want to see it? You can, you can, in fact, I, I did a webinar with someone <laughs> um, the other day, last week. <laughs> that wasn't the, the response I was expecting. Was like, oh, here is a webinar. <laughs> no, no, I did, no, but it was not a webinar. I should, I should say yeah, yeah, it, was no, a, it was a one-to-one thing. Um, but it was that very same question came up. But is how you, you find your intentions? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. that's that's it. So you can, I mean, well, yeah. So okay, so it works. As, it starts here, and I I work out things by by drawing and or writing and uh, you know. So it's the the process of writing. You have to be there writing. Yeah, as so, a pr- as so a part of the me, process yes, of creating it's, it. It's, 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 I guess it's um, a, a close proximity. Well, no. I mean, if I was looking for thing to call it, be design thinking. This is how design thinking works in relationship to you have a what's the problem that I want to solve, mm-hmm. and that's what design's about. Um, and then you prototype mm-hmm. and you iterate mm-hmm. till you get to a solution mm-hmm. that works. And that's kind of how my thought process happens. So, you know, that first page is going to bear no; re- it'll look completely different by the time you get to. That's 65 pages there. <laughs> um, but it started up here, and then I just keep iterating on it and then ruminating Interesting. about okay. it. And then scribble some How more. many days does that take you? Um, this is the thing I like about electronics. I wonder, does this have the, the date when I started that? It may do. And um, when, when do you... Yeah, taken, and when yeah, took d- about, yeah, it took probably over the last sort of month or so. Okay. Yeah. And then when do you do it? At what time like, of the day? Yeah, like yeah, in the morning. Yeah, your my, mornings? my bit is in the morning, yeah. Okay. So part of it's morning, shower, drive, and all three of those. So it tends to be, and it's and sleeping, I guess, because I wake up, and when I wake up, there's these things in my head, and then I get them out onto right. the sheet here, and then I start playing with those. And then yep. um, the com- I talk to myself a lot as well, so I do a lot of walking and pacing and talking in my little room. Right, okay. <laughs> um, and then I scribble things down. It comes out of that conversation. And right. s- sometimes it continues onto the shower and then the drive in. Usually when I'm driving in to wherever I'm going, then I start consolidating it. So it's quite all over the place to start with. Um, and it slowly starts to refine itself. And then on the drive, and I don't know if it was because it's the... You'd, more of a narrow attention or whatever, but it, the refinement of it comes. So usually okay. I get on the other end and then there's more to a refinement of that, whatever Idea. I explore that m- morning will come out, which is why I usually will stop somewhere to have a coffee and then just get the... Right. Um, whatever that it, came huh? about. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that for me, I feel like we only also kind of acknowledge that things are happening when we can see some kind of result, like we're actually writing things down. Yeah. Whereas for me, I feel like all of these words came out this morning. Well, I'm going to say my mission, and vision, and value, the actual word, that actual list of things I just yeah. wrote to you purely came out this right. morning. Right. So you yeah. have that, but then actually I think what we discount, and I see this with writing too, yeah. Because if I just sit down, like in my process of writing a story, if I just sit down and start writing, it's really hard. If I have spent time 
X amount of time. I have no idea how long is a piece of string amount of time. Mm. Thinking about the story, playing it out in my head, exploring different possible, like, they said this, mm, that doesn't sound right. Maybe they said this, maybe they did that. What if they did this? And I think it's the same for me with this process of um, intention words and resolutions and reflections on the year. It's sort of this whole around this time of year, it's like planting the seed. Mm. And it's almost like these little things are running in the background. And I'm not necessarily consciously, actively thinking about it and writing stuff down a lot, Mm. but I am allowing that seed to kind of germinate, to know that that's what, like, I'm going to start thinking about this stuff. And I think actually a lot of stuff happens in the background that then when I go to sit down it's not the first time that it's occurred to me to think about it I've kind of been like ruminating on it a little bit yeah um so yeah yeah no I I, yeah I I dig it it's just a it's a chaotic process from the outside I guess for me but that's how it all and it whittled its its way down to yeah I finally get there so yeah yeah cool if you find words you can change them. Yeah. Well, I'll, um, I'll, um, cause it's this interactive piece of learning that I'm creating for this, again, with the values, the values piece. I'll, I'll put out a note yeah, on the, in cool. the group and thing once that's, um, up and, cool, cool. Up and yep. working. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. That's it. Good. I'm hungry. Happy now. New Year, so everybody. I think it's, it's time to go have some lunch now. Yeah. I'm starving. We're yeah, having I'm a burger. Too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's go for a burger.